This is Get Unstuck video episode 48, Build Your Amazing Funnel with Rosanne Oates. Welcome to Get Unstuck Radio, the place to brainstorm with you on business and life strategy, to get unstuck with system, automation, and delegation, and also to get clarity for sustainable business and lifestyle. I'm your host, Mukita Panmuk. Let's get unstuck. Hi everyone, so please welcome Roxanne Oates. Today, she is a nail strategist who helps online entrepreneurs build a lead generation system that build quality leads so that they can focus on the part that their business they love. This is what we're here for, right? Thank you so much for joining me today, Roxanne. No, thanks for having me. What exactly funnel job like in this online world? What, what they do for? How they help the business? Okay, so funnels are really good when you get to a stage in your business, right? A lot of times when we first start out, we're bootstrapping, we're trying to save money, we're trying to do everything ourselves. But when we kind of reach a certain point, we want to start automating things, right? We don't want to have to have so put so much time and effort to bring in leads to us we want to just kind of sit back and have them come to us so that's where funnels come in funnels is just like an automated process or system that you put people through so they can take whatever action you want um the most common funnels that people are familiar with and everyone wants to use is sales funnels right which is great but you can also use funnels for marketing to build a relationship with your prospects because that's always important um, no matter what type of funnel or whatever you're building you need to have that audience that's there that wants to build that relationship that know like and trust you right that's marketing 101 and funnels can help just build that relationship automatically right so actually funnel can be organic funnel but like just help people like for the journey that what they will go through and also those software automation as well am i correct Yes, because even, yes, it definitely can have organic. So a funnel is just kind of like we said, the process, but you still need to send traffic to it. So you can do organic traffic or you can do paid traffic, right? It's just something you're offering to people. Hey, this is what I have. And it just helps to build that relationship even further. Right. Yeah. I believe many people are talking like funnel almost every day. So let us separate between marketing funnel and sales funnel. Because to my understanding, marketing funnel, that job is to lead to the sale funnel further. Just that, that is correct. <laughs> yes. It's just kind of like different steps and layers. So a lot of times people want to come out the gate and it's like, buy this, buy this, right? But it's like, when you go out on a date, do you go out and be like, come and marry me? right? You don't do that. You still have to build upon that. Like if you have already built an audience, then it's going to be a little easier to send that audience to your funnel. But you know, at some point, you're still going to have to build a relationship with the cold audience. And, you know, you want to build that relationship. And that's where the marketing funnels can come in to lead to the sales funnel. Yeah. So let's talk about building audience from the cold traffic. I know you post about this a lot in your Facebook group. I'm one of the members, by the way. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I think it's very important to build the audience and really invest in like who actually you surrounded with in your market and how you're nurturing them. Do you have any tips on those who still at the audience building phase? 
Yeah, so a very popular tip, something that I, I still use to this day is, you know, you go to certain Facebook groups where your ideal audience is hanging out and check it out, right? Interact and engage with people. A lot of times we're so quick to be like, I need a sale instead of just, just talking to people, just having some conversations. And it, you know, it's not something that you have to do all day because we're all busy. We're business owners. We wear many hats. We have a lot of things to do. But, you know, no matter what, I still always take the time out to just message people, talk to people, find out what they really want. Because then when you know what they want, you can build it for them and give it to them. And that just makes marketing a lot easier when you do that. So I like Facebook groups. Um, Facebook groups are good for that because you get to see the interactions with different people, right? What's the most common thing that they're talking about surrounding whatever you're offering, right? Are people asking questions? Are they stating things? You know, just be observant and participate and you can get a lot of information that way as well. If you have an email list, I would definitely want to do a survey that has really been a really good gold nugget and don't think you have to have like all these people on your email list you can have you don't have to have a lot it's just the quality of responses is going to give you you just need to get the data that data just doesn't lie and it's just easier to make informed marketing decisions when you have data to look at versus guessing and hoping that things are going to work 100%. However, you mentioned about survey. You mean survey to the list that we already having or to the cold lead? Oh, yes. Survey to the list that we already have. I would not put a survey to the cold leads yet Mm. because the cold leads, you just generally want to give them some type of content, something to show that you know what you're talking about and that you can help them. And you under, and really I think a lot of things apart that people misunderstand when it comes to a cold audience is how, why are you the person that can help them? Do you understand where they're at right now and where they want to go? And if you can convey that in your marketing, people are going to be more attracted and drawn to you. I remember, I remember now that the like beginning of the year, this year or last year that you did some market research and I'm very impressed the way you ask questions. You know, like it's very hard to really find the expert, him or herself doing the real market research like that in depth. And yeah, and when I answer your question, the filter question, it actually helps me to understand more about my business, not only to help you, helping my industry, right? And I always impressed by that, you know, just want to tell you that. Oh, thank you. But yeah, like that's honestly, but that's my personal goal. Yes, I mean, I want to make money and all of that, but I really want to help people. Like I want people to be able to focus on the parts of their business that they love. And I feel if people just come in with that attitude of, I just want to help you even uncover something, realize something, right? Get get further, even if it's a step further, you know, interacting with me, then I feel like I did my job. Yeah, you are. You always do. (laughs) That's why we love you here. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. um, So let's still talking about the marketing funnel. Once they want to start the marketing funnel, okay, they know where to generate the leads right now. Either paid ads or like from the organic, from Facebook group or like LinkedIn blah, blah, blah. So what do they need to have to build this marketing funnel to work? So you're definitely going to need at least some type of a tool to build funnels like these pages. 
there's so many different tools out there, but I personally use ClickFunnels. I just love ClickFunnels because it's just easy to use. And it's just, it makes it a lot easier to customize pages. I know there's a lot of different funnel softwares nowadays. And you know, you really, when it comes to picking the best one is based on your budget and what goals you want to achieve. But I just like ClickFunnels because you can just do a lot of customization with it. And it just gives you a lot of features that you can do right out the box, you know, versus trying to figure it out or have a developer do that. It just makes it easier for that. So, mm-hmm. so each software automation, sorry, funnel builder software, they have the same job is to create the page or like the funnel, right? That's correct. So part of my thing is we build the funnels, we build the pages as well. And in my agency, we also generate the traffic to the funnels as well. Wow. Um, another tool that I did not mention is some type of a CRM, right? Email marketing. So you can follow up with your leads as well. So those are the kind of like the three steps that you can say you need traffic, you need like the funnel, which is what are you sending people to? What are you trying to get them to do? Which can also build your Facebook pixel and then follow up with email marketing. Yeah, that's like everything already. So that's how you make money. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then go back to the start again, like keep them referring all over again. When they come to you, like, do you need to understand where the business is at the moment for your clients? Is that oh, absolutely. anything about the way that funnel would work for them? Like, are there any phases of funnel? Can you recommend us on that? Yeah, so as far as what they need to have in place, it's it's definitely important for me to understand where they are in the business and also like how their business operates because I'm the type of person, I don't want to send you a whole bunch of leads and then your business breaks down. You know, I mean, if you, if you make changes after our agreement is done and then you get flooded, I can't help you there. But during our time, you know, I always like to ask that because I want to make sure that you're able to handle it. So understanding the business is very important and understanding their customers is even more important and just trying to collect like some information on them, just trying to really understand their audience. Like I generally have like another survey that me and the client and I will go through and just really trying to dig like, where do they shop? Where do they read? Where do they conferences they go to? And I know, you know, we see the client avatars all the time. I know everyone's like, uh, we've seen that. We know about it. But really, when it comes to especially paid advertising, you really need to know this stuff. Like, what things are they interested in? Because then that makes finding the audience on Facebook easier. So just really, really understanding really the customer's point of view and how they can benefit from the client's business is really the main focus that we focus on when it comes to marketing. This is, this is my own curiosity. How many clients, you can tell me by percentage, that they not really get clear on the customer when they come to you? So if they're not clear on their customer, I can't take them as a client. Oh. Because then it won't... My, my strategies won't work. Yeah. So if, if they're clear on it, um, that's generally who, actually those are all the clients that I work with. If they're not clear mm-hmm. on their audience, um, I can't produce the results that they're looking for because we're going to be spending a lot of time trying to figure that out. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't consider myself a business coach. And I feel like that's where a business coach would, you know, help out with that, give them more information, help them to, you know, dig deeper on that. And I'm still going to, you know, try to dive in a little deeper just as a marketer. I need to know the people's psychology, what are they interested in, their demographics, but I can't help you figure that out. <laughs> yeah. You know, why I asking this? Because like, this is somehow that they can outsource to you to become their like chief of marketing officer or something like that, right? Outsource as one department, like all yours to your agency. And some of the people that I have been talking with in my network or like my connection currently, they not really understand when they're hiring an agency, they thought that agency would do everything for them, especially <laughs> the documents that they don't have, you know? not mine. <laughs> I've, I've been in business for a long time and I've learned a lot of things along the way. And that was definitely one of the things that I learned. I was like, you know, I have to be really conscious on who I can and cannot help because, you know, if I just take on everybody and I do everything, it just, it's, you know, I just want to make it as easy as possible for me to give the clients the results they're looking for. Yeah. I think that's very important. I think I think many people who like take client on board like very fast because they want to like close the sale and get to the numbers. They not really think about the standardize their process and the result that they give and also the customer retention, right? Which I think that's very important. What do you think? I, I think it's very important. And, you know, even on the opposite side as an agency, it's just going to be hard. Like it's, if you're always doing a bunch of different things for a bunch of different people, that just sounds really exhausting. And, you know, you have to, it's, it's hard to manage that. It's like you get, and you have to have a lot of different types of help and different specialties. Like my agency, we focus on Facebook ads built. Well, we focus on building the funnels, um, having the email as follow-up and using Facebook ads. That's all we do. We don't do anything else besides that. So that way we can know exactly what we need to do and how we need to do it. That's very specific and that's how it works out, right? Because you can control things within your agency. I agree with you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm still very like impressed when, when someone say that, okay, I decide to hiring this agency over this one because they will do everything for me. I'm like, okay, you don't even check like how they do it for you. Yeah, or even if they even have the capacity. I mean, there are certain definitely big time agencies that are full stack marketing agencies. They'll do everything and that's great. Some people are able to do that, but I've, I like to look at mine as a boutique agency. Mm. We just have a specialty. There's one thing that we focus on and that's all we do. We don't do anything else. So I think that just helps to provide clarity for myself and for them and for my team as well. I totally agree and I really support that idea because if you don't have like if you don't want to build a corporation like the big business no need to right have a boutique team and then support you along the way you already get wins and that's how you live and help others that's that's my philosophy by the way yeah that's a really good philosophy because I think it's good like that's how it's just been working out for me and I'm just going to keep it like that because I, I mean I like I said I've been in business for a while I definitely had a season where I just took on any client and just took whatever and you know but then you just you know those are le- life lessons that you just have to learn and it's just it helps you to become better in the long run 
So this is another problem that I find in like many agency when you get many clients at the same time. So do you have like limit numbers per month take in or something like that for the agency capacity? I do. My cap is at five per month. Mm -hmm. I don't go more than that. And if wow. any, if there is more than that, then there needs to be like, you know, the next following month or something like that, even a, a wait list or something of that nature, just because, you know, again, I just, I don't want, I, I don't believe in taking a lot of stuff and having my back end fall apart. That's just not something I believe. I actually had a very popular sales coach in our industry was like, oh, just flood your team. Just bring all these people in and close as many sales as possible. And that just didn't sit right with me because at the end of the day, if my team cannot handle the load, then I have to step in and do it. Mm -hmm. And that takes away from my family, from other growing my business. It just takes me away from that. And that's why I'm just like, that just didn't feel comfortable with me. That did not sit right. And that's not what I'm going to do. I want to make sure my team can handle it. We, we got it like really, really good, really, really systematized. And then if we have more space to grow, then sure, we can change that number. But right now, that's the cap. That's what I have just so we can provide the detailed attention that each client needs. Yeah. So in case no one's know Roseanne, I mean, like, She's a very detailed person and I'm, really, I'm still impressed. I mean, the way she asks questions, the way she communicates with you at the very first time, I'm very impressed. I mean, it's very caring and really want to know how can she help me at that time. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm glad that comes across because that's really what I, that's really my intention. Like if, if things happen to work together or anything later, that's great. But if not, and you're able to get something that can help you in your business, then I'm happy. I felt like my job was done. Yeah. So right now, it seems like anyone who watching this and want to work with Rosen might have to be on the waiting list, right? <laughs> uh, we may not. Actually, we're in July. So we actually oh, right. have a couple of spaces. So it actually, if they want to work, um, I'll definitely have a conversation for sure. Right. So let's move from marketing perspective to sales perspective. So okay. how do you frame the funnel differently between marketing part and sales part? Okay. So for the marketing part, right, we're trying to build the relationship. We're trying to kind of build that authority, showing that we're the expert. We know what we're talking about, right? We have proof of what we're doing and that we're not just newbies in this area whatever that area is sales now is more okay you've already had some type of relationship with me you've already kind of we've built on that like know and trust so for the sales funnel it's generally what that is you know uh, still trying to use the customer relationship and customer language but it's buy this or book a call or something right because generally with your marketing funnel you want to have your marketing set up where they're still kind of like, well, what's next? I want more. And that's where the sales funnel can comes in. Hey, here's more, right? I've given you this stuff for free. I built this relationship with you. Now, if you want to take it to another level, if you want something else, then that's where the sales part or book appointment, because those are the two really primary call to actions that I have with coaches. It's either like buy, you know, a course or something like that, or get on my calendar. So let's say what are the top mistakes that you find in the general of like funnel that you have seen in the marketing world currently 
what are the things that we should like be conscious about before we make any funnel? So my theory, I, I say messaging and your targeting equals success because I really think that's important. If you do not have the right message to the right people, like if you have the wrong message to the right people, it's not going to happen. If you have the right message, but it's to the wrong people, nothing's going to happen. So you have to make sure they're both in sync with each other that your messaging and your that your messaging is fitting your ideal audience where they're at right now. I think that's really, really important. And that's kind of like the foundation of just any type of marketing. It's not even just for funnels. It's for anything that you're doing, organic or paid. You just really need to make sure that those two things are in place, your messaging and your targeting. As far as a third thing that people, I would say if you're going to hire someone to do it, you know, definitely ask questions, all right, ask for proof, um, and be willing and be open and be collaborative, because sometimes, you know, I try to tell a client, hey, we need to, let's, I recommend to do this, so we can try to get more, you know, get better returns, or whatever the case is, and if you, you know, not being open to doing it, and you just want to shut it down, and want to do it your way, then you should have done it yourself the whole time, versus hiring someone, right, someone who does this, like, every single day to help you with your funnel, so that's what I would say. Have you ever experienced that? Oh, yes, I definitely have, <laughs> where the clients are like, oh, but I don't want to do this, I want to do that, and then it's like, well, I really, really wish we could do this, because this is going to see a better return, but they don't want to do that part, they want to do something else, and um, you know, we try to do it, and then it doesn't work out the same, and you know, you don't want to be like, I told you so, but at the same time, you want to be like, you know, you're just trying to really, trying to really stand firm, you know, because like, I'm, like I said, I'm very caring, and I want what's best for the business. And I don't want to be too overbearing. But I also need, you know, the clients to understand that this is what I do every single day. And I need you to trust me. And I need you to follow what I'm telling you to do. Yeah. And we need to work together. That's very important. I mean, for anyone who listening right now and thinking about outsourcing, if you outsource to the expert expert that like doing that job as the expertise as an agency or like any expert in the industry, you have to trust them and they really know what they do because they do it every single day. Every single day. I'm always looking at either ads or funnels and how, how to improve conversion rates. Like every day it's, it's those <laughs> things. So take in, take out, like, all the time. Open rates, click-through rates, like all kinds of stuff. That's just what I'm looking at every single day. <laughs> yeah. And that is the reason why they made the decision to hiring the expert at the first place, isn't it? Because they couldn't do it themselves as fast or like as familiar as the expert that have been tracking for a long time. Well, sometimes too, I think what people think is kind of what you were saying before is I'm going to hire an agency and they're going to do what I tell them mm -hmm. to do instead of we're going to work together to figure this out and to get this done. So I think that kind of comes back to that. I also discovered actually many people in the market that their offer have been validated already. Doesn't mean that they really know their audience. Exactly. Some, somehow surprised me though, like thinking reversely. So sometimes it makes me not sure that the sales are happening by luck or like they're not really tracked how this return happening along the way, you know what I mean? And that's very hard to duplicate. Like for system person like me, I want to duplicate what works. Exactly. 
So if we couldn't separate at the part that is working and not working, that is very hard for me, for my job. <laughs> it does. Um, something else that you kind of make me think about that I want to touch on that I don't think a lot of people or marketers from what I've seen so far have talked about is just like looking at the data and the stats and making mm -hmm. informed decisions on that. I think like for me, that's super critical because if I don't have data, then it's like, I have to, you know, I'll go out there and we'll find the data. Like I need data to decide what to do and what's, you know, what's working, what's not working. And even it just kind of going back to what you're saying about the audiences, like, yeah, like I've had, that actually happens very often that they haven't, like they know their audience and may not be to the full extent in but general, when we do, they know like in general. Yeah, they know the stuff in general. And then when I come in and we dig a little deeper, they're like, oh, wow. Like they find out more stuff that they didn't even understand or even know before. Like, for instance, I had one client, he's a health coach. Um, we did a survey to his list to try to figure out what are we going to offer people in the first place. And um, it came out that the number one thing they wanted actually was one-on-one -on -one coaching with him. And then the second thing they wanted was like a meal plan. So we build a funnel based on what they wanted and it was a hit, right? So that's why it's just really important to discover that because he would have never known. He had all this different content that he can use and we just asked the people, what do you want? If you had a list of all of this stuff, what do you want? Which one would you want to start off with first? And it was a hit. So I just feel like that's just really, you know, don't feel like you have to know them like really, really deep, but just be open to exploring and learning more about your audience because your audience will always develop and will change. It's not going to be, oh, I know them right now and it's going to be the same in years. It's, it could change and evolve over time as well. So just be open to it and don't feel like stress and pressure. Like I have to know every detail about them, but no good enough, like, you know, if you do sales calls, what are some objections you hear often? Or what are your, you know, how often are you able to close people on calls, right? Or if you already have a sales page, like what's your audience, you know, just trying to understand where they are and just be open to learning more about them. Yeah, that's very important because numbers don't lie, except numbers you calculate wrong. Exactly. <laughs> numbers don't lie. They don't have emotions. They don't have feelings, right? They're not hoping. It's just this is the number and what are you going to do with it based on that? And that's usually the first part that I go to when someone's like, yeah, my funnel is kind of like, eh, it's not working the way I want it to work. So it's like, all right, well, let's look at the data because the data will tell you whether it's the ads, whether there's a landing page, whether there's a follow-up, it's going to tell you where the breakdown is happening. Ah, so since you mentioned that people like business owner or entrepreneur comes to you when they have roughly two things never have funnel before or already have funnel but it's broken am i correct yes ah those are the two things they either have one and it's broken so they need to fix it or how to optimize it or they don't have one at all but they know they need that to get to the next level because organic marketing is just too exhausting for them right and which one do you think easier to like get to the next level for them the one that like not really working as they wish or like from scratch in your perspective? Hmm, that's a really good question. I know for me, I have seen the best success when I start, when I'm doing it from scratch mm -hmm. because then I'm in control of the whole process and mm -hmm. I know, 
you know, if I'm just tweaking something and try to modify it, and it, I just find it's not the same versus mm. let me just come in and let me just build this whole thing for you. Mm. Um, because then I, I know the messaging flows throughout the whole entire process. It's not like we have one messaging with the ad and then the funnel doesn't really match. And then the email's off. It's just, everything flows. It's like a one, I look at it as one giant story that we're sharing people and getting them to go from each step. Yeah. I think I, I think I'm, I totally understand what you mean. Cause the other day I was talking to a friend of mine and talking that, Hey, when you start going to do funnel or anything, there have to be backup things, follow up, like chatbot. If you want to direct people to chatbot and subscribe to chatbot as well, email sequence have to be there and everything have to be aligned. Like if, yes. if something off, the machine is not really working well. And then we have to find out which part is broken again. That's correct. Yeah. Whether, yeah, like you said, email or chatbots, whatever your follow-up, you know, messages or even the combination of the both, just your whole messaging just needs to be like the same. It doesn't just need to feel different or discombobulated. It just needs to feel like what is the next step that makes the most sense for the person who's looking at it? Yeah, I know what you mean. Cause that's something that I learned the hard way. Like, because English is not my first language. I have to accept that. So whenever I write something, I don't get that cohesiveness at all. And I always get that comment. <laughs> so I know what you mean. Like every paragraph has to lead to the next paragraph. Yeah. And that's yeah. very true. But it takes practice though to make that happen, you know? It definitely does. I mean, like now I have a copywriter on him, but even still, like I still look at it. I mean, when I started out, I wrote all the copy and it takes, and for me, it's a, it's a lot of energy for me to write. Cause I I'm old school, right. I'm old enough um, to catch on. Well, I'm old enough to know how life was like before technology, but I'm young enough to catch on to it really quick. So <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> <laughs> with that being said though like I literally when I'm writing copy even to this day I have to write it down on a pen and paper first okay so I can do my ugly scratch outs and man that doesn't flow and do this like it takes time and energy and then I go in and clean it and then I put it online <laughs> to be used so you know don't feel like some and some people are blessed with that like my copyright I feel like she's really blessed with that she can just she has a way with words and she can just like bang it out and make it pretty good and for me it's not the same you know I'm not the same way and I understand that and I acknowledge it and that's okay so if someone's out there listening and they're like I don't really do that great with copy it's like use whatever technique works with for you don't be afraid to just have a super ugly version and write out all your thoughts and things that you want to say and then come back to it later right don't feel like you have to get it all out at once come back to it keep coming back to it keep changing it until you feel like wow this story flows and this makes sense and also ask people that you know in your network that you can trust hey mm. what do you feel about this right this is what I have what are your thoughts and just leave it like that right and see what they have to say like oh that makes sense or mm, that doesn't really make sense right be be sure to ask people um for feedback as well yeah awesome awesome I mean Many things today we're talking are like very essential in the funnel and automation world. Here's another thing. Sometimes I think we overcomplicated things in terms of automation side. Like, do we need to do that? Do we need to do this? And then 
when I, the person who see things as like the system and operation, right? When I tell them that, oh, we're still missing this puzzle. We need to add this on. I got the objective, like we're not, uh, we not doing any experiment right here. In your own terms, like about automation side, like for sales process and marketing process, do you think that like we can automate everything or there's still like need some human touch to like flow the whole process that makes more human and also build actually the real relationship for the long-term potential? I actually like a mix of it. I think we can have automation, but we can also have people to, you know, touch points. Like, so for instance, let's say if someone's booking a call, so we can probably have the automated parts to book a call, but at the end of the day, they have to connect with you and get on a call with you right and learn more about you and they have to be prepared for the call so that marketing part did that hard work of filtering the people and getting them prepped for the call but let's say if there's like a, a course or something where you have a sales page well maybe that's where video comes in so that it's not necessary it's it's not going to be like you and I are talking but at least you get to see my R you get to kind of feel my energy and see like hear what I have to say see if you know if I'm even someone you even want to connect with and you may even be interested with and am I sharing content that you find that's ideal so I'm all for a combination of both you know um even in like let's say your follow-up an email like a lot of times what I like to do sometimes too is like with email is like hey hit reply if you like something because I personally read all my emails I want to make sure that if someone's taking the time to email me that I'm sending a personalized response to them, right? That's just what I want to do. So yeah, I just think that having the combination of the both is good. And even like in many chat, like I know, you know, to be able to actually, you know, you can have them subscribe to your bot, but you, you can still just kind of build that relationship and talk to them as well. So like I said, I guess the long, the short answer is I like to use the both as a combination, but the biggest thing for me to determine that is going to be the plan. Like we definitely have to plan it all out before we do anything. A lot of people that I talk to are like, okay, let's go. We're going to get started. And it's like, okay, that's great. But wait, we need to have this plan laid out. We need to know exactly what we're going to do and when so we can know that we can hit that project date. And we don't have a plan. We're just going to be like, ah, all over the place. 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 I I can't work like that. I cannot be efficient that way. I need to know who's doing what and when so we can make sure we hit that deadline. And we will not overlapping the work and done double work things. That's very important. Like don't waste time on that. I agree. I mean, I totally agree. And strategy came before any tactics, right? Because the shortcut is the straight line and to trust the process. That's like proven many times in 100,000 years. Like it's always like that. So, yeah, when we're talking like this, like the the checkpoint or the milestone, it seems easy for the listener when they see the journey outside, but they don't know how many components within each check spot. So I think it's also about the perspective and the explanation of like each side who you are talking with, who I am talking with in general. When you talk to the expert in the industry in this certain area, they might think it's easy, right? But then the customer will say like, oh, this is over me already. But we have to convince them. That's why you have to hiring me as the expert to handle that for you. 
Exactly. That's right. Like this, that, that's my job. This is my job. This is what I do. And this is why you're having me to help you with that. Sweet. In case anyone want to work with you, Roseanne, how can they reach out to you then? Um, yeah, you can go to roxanoats.com slash client attraction. And that's a blueprint that I have. It just shows you the foundational pieces that you need in order to attract your ideal clients online. It's called the online client attraction blueprint. So you can definitely do that. You can check me out there. Um, if you want to go to my site, roxanoats.com um, and just get on my calendar. Um, if you even just want to email me, hello at roxanoats.com. That's fine too. Like I said, I check my emails um, and I actually respond to them. So feel free to do that as well. Those are the ways you can reach out to me. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me. This was fun. I really enjoyed this. Hey, Get Unstuck family. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you subscribe to get notification in case the new episode coming out. And please give us the honest review. We really appreciate you. And if you would like to have me sharing my thing with you on weekly basis, check out World Wide Web ebmgetunstuck.com. Let's get unstuck together.